0: And listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out and tell a friend too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show
1: Hey Justin what's up, man?
0: Yeah, but never do.
1: I knew you were going to do yeah, that. No, I know. I that.
2: Okay. Yeah. Sorry. You want to start over? It's so predictable. No. Right? I mean, yeah, it's gay. Yeah. Welcome to Two Dudes in an S. I'm Michael. This is Justin. We're discussing the Flintstones, the of Flintstones. Of Dino and Hoppy. Is it Dino or is it Dino?
1: I always thought Dino.
2: Yeah, I think it's Dino. Pretty sure it's Dino.
1: Now, let me see. Dino's D Y, you know, I think, right?
2: Like Dino Body? Like or a dynamometer. Dynometer. I, what was that a medical thing?
1: Uh, no, it's the thing that they put cars on. Oh, so yeah, the Dino
2: Machine. Up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But isn't Dino also Dinosaur? Like Dinosaur?
1: Yeah, but that's it... D-I.
2: Yeah, but you don't call it a Dinosaur.
1: That's true. I don't know.
2: Did you watch as any... much as a kid?
1: Very little. I watched either.
3: the movie.
2: Yeah. Hey, now, let me just say before we get too into the thick of things here that I kind of did something mean on the last episode. Uh, I've been editing here recently because Justin's been out of town. Mm-hmm. And normally Justin, he's pretty nice. He'll put an easy song at the end for people to guess the next game. Well, I put the Jetsons theme song from the game, this game as the, as the song at the end of last game.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's the flintstones right that we're, cu- we're talking about tonight but in this game you travel to the future and the jetsons theme song plays so i put that at the la- at the end of last episode as just like a major throwing people off move <laughs>
1: spoiler alert yeah yeah so anyway. i'm saying spoiler alert because you threw in the jet the jetson part before we got to that
2: part oh yeah sorry yeah I didn't realize that was a big uh, secret. Yeah, no, it's probably not. It's not.
1: Um, everything I think about Flintstones, I just think about that Homer Simpson song. Simpson, Homer Simpson. <laughs> I don't remember that next line, but I just know the line. Uh, from the town of Springfield, he's about to hit a chestnut tree. <laughs> he's from the tree. Yeah, I love
2: that song. <laughs> it's
1: a good one.
2: Uh, yeah, I can't, I don't know, the, the Flintstones had a song too, right? With words and everything? Yeah. Yeah, but I can't ever think of the Flintstones at all, because all I can ever think about is the Simpsons one.
1: I don't know that I really ever watched the Flintstones, to be honest. Like, <sighs> I think I watched the Jetsons a little bit. But I was always more of
2: a Jetsons guy myself, too. Yeah. Neither was a go-to cartoon for me. No, I wasn't. I did not like Hanna Barbera anything. Really,
1: no. Most of Hanna Barbera sucks. And if you listen to the Adam Garilla podcast, you'll know that. Like, he's like, he always talks about how bad they were.
2: Hanna Barbera is like the Kmart of cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> they were. They were.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, sorry, anybody that works at Kmart.
2: <laughs> is Kmart still a thing? I don't, uh, if they, they're part of Sears, but Sears is also going bankrupt, so if they are a thing, they're not a thing for very much longer.
1: Uh, it, I know the one in Sweetwater's gone, so.
2: Yeah, and the one in Maryville it just recently shut down, and I talked to. Oh, wow. I think I talked to Nick Stevens, and he said he bought some stuff at Kmart not too long ago in, like, a closeout thing, so, like, in West Virginia, Kmarts are going away. Yeah. I don't think Kmart's going to be around much longer, if it
0: is.
1: It's sad.
2: Eh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was never uh, a fan of KMart. I always hated KMart. Yeah. Now Sears I, will make me sad if something if Sears legitimately goes away completely. That I'd be sad yeah. about that.
1: Yeah. Bought a lot of tools at Sears, and my yeah. lawnmower. Uh huh. Me too. So, see,
2: I'm trying to keep Sears alive. Me too. I bought a lot of tools and my lawnmower at Sears as well.
1: Yeah, so we're doing our part.
2: That's right. I just bought this past summer I bought a bunch of parts for my lawnmower.
1: Yeah. From Sears. I need to buy new so I have the you know I have a new lawnmower. Relatively new. It's like mm, two years, maybe three years old. And but it's all banged up because I wrecked it. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> exactly. A a I wrecked the lawnmower. <laughs> wait a minute. Back up. We're gonna have to go in, hop in our time machine. Very mm-hmm. uh, episode-worthy here. Their time machine talk, and go back to find out how you uh, wrecked your lawnmower.
1: Well, where I lived up in Taswell, I had a yard. All. I had a yard that was very had very steep hills,
2: uh-huh.
1: and uh, I flipped it, rolled you it actually, it? I rolled it. Wow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was not fun. But anyway. You know, when uh, I lived in
2: Loudon, I thought that was going to happen all the time. I you remember that hill in front mm-hmm, of me? I always mm-hmm. thought I was going to flip that thing. Uh, I eventually stopped riding it on the hill. Not the front yard, but the side yard, that hill there, mm-hmm, where the tree bushes mm-hmm. and stuff were. I stopped riding. I just started pushing and weed-eating there, just because...
1: Yeah, I had to. There was a hill like that there in Tazewell that was real steep. I never even tried to mow it. And that was not the one that I rolled it on. I rode it on the other hill. But anyway... Uh, I just waited the whole, the whole hill, which was terrible. The yard was such a pain. But, anyway.
2: So you were saying uh, you're going, you you were going somewhere with that. Uh...
1: I was just saying I my lawnmower needs work oh. because it, it needs a lot of body work because it's got a bunch of just yeah problems there, and uh, it has a now it has a hole in the muffler. Because I guess where the body was like <laughs> nice. hanging down, it pulled the muffler, so the muffler like came loose, and so now it sounds like I'm mowing my yard with a Harley Davidson.
2: <laughs> hey, that's not bad, right? Yeah, I sound like yeah. Tim the Tool Man Taylor.
1: Right, right.
2: I've been thinking.
1: Uh, I don't know if Floyd does any any welding, but I could just ride it down there, see if he'll weld the muffler back on there.
2: That's true. You're pretty close to him now.
1: I just uh, ride it down there.
2: I don't know if he does welding or not.
1: I don't either. He doesn't doesn't do any body work, so
2: I don't know. Nah, I think you're out of luck with Floyd. Yeah. Although he could probably tell you all about what you (laughs) need to do. Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) and it'll be in a partly shaming way.
2: Oh yeah, (laughs) of course, of course. (laughs) Floyd being uh, pulling a Carl, Carl's dad, which we talked about on a previous episode.
1: And we talked about him shaming you for your yard.
2: That he did. He totally shamed me for my yard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Flintstones. Flintstones, that's right. So,
1: you want to talk about some history?
2: I would love to talk about some history.
1: Well, there's not much history to this game, but it was released late in the Nintendo cycle by a company called Taito.
2: Is that like a baked potato? Potato? A A tater?
1: No, it's a video game company stationed out of Japan that brought you arcade games such as Space Invaders and Bubble Bobble.
2: I feel like I made that baked potato joke on uh... the Bubble Bobble episode. It must have been the Bubble Bobble episode.
1: (laughs) Speaking of Bubble Bobble episode, was that the last time we talked to Mario? Yeah, it
2: was, because oh, yeah. they ate him. Bub and Bob took out Soundboard Mario, unfortunately.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And Luigi's still mad
2: about that. <laughs> <laughs> we need to bring one of those guys back. Of oh, course, not Mario, obviously.
3: Yeah,
1: Luigi.
2: Yeah, we have to figure out how to bring somebody like that back on the show. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah,
1: so it was released by Tato. um... It's a fairly good reviews. Uh, Game Pro did a pretty good spread on it, which I have pulled up here to show you. Here. Just a second. Great pod.
2: Mm, This is good. Hey, we're doing video again, so... uh...
3: Share screens. All right.
1: All right. Can you see it?
2: I see it. Oh, don't look at
1: Treasure Master. Master. Don't look at Treasure Master. Let's flip the page here. Where's the page flipper? Uh-oh. There we go. There it is. The uh, Nintendo Pro review. And so, if you look here at GamePro, did you ever buy any here? Oh,
2: I loved GamePro. I loved because of, what's his name? I forget the name of that guy, but he got really, he's either excited or not. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, as you can see, oh, shoot.
2: The, <laughs> no, again. not that! Oh, Second. Swap your old Nintendo games for cash or new titles. There you go. I remember wanting to do that, too. I remember looking through that and thinking, mm-hmm. oh, man, I got so many games.
1: Uh, but to just go through the GamePro's game rating system here. So they've got this guy, you remember? Um, very excited means good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so gameplay and fun factor got very exciting. Challenging and graphics got exciting, and then sound got just okay.
2: Yeah. Spoilers for the uh, game talk.
1: Well, I'm just giving you the Game Pro ratings. It doesn't mean anything for your rating, right?
2: Maybe. Maybe not.
1: We'll see. Right. Uh. Anyway, it's pretty interesting review. You can look it up online. Uh. You can, I guess, just read every Game Pro ever. Like uh, online.
2: What uh, what, sweet? Where did you find that?
1: Uh, It's on a website called archive.org. Oh yeah,
2: archive. Yeah, that's good.
1: Pulled up uh, this issue of GamePro for us. So, uh, but let me just stop sharing here, so you can see my face.
2: Thank you for bringing me your face back. So, but anyway, really not, is, it, what, is there anything else history wise here?
1: No, I was just going to say it was released, like I said, late in the Nintendo cycle. In North America it was released in December 1991. It was not released in Japan until August of 1992. But I think all of America's stuff just doesn't come to, J- just goes to Japan late, right? Yeah. It's an Americanized nice. game. I mean, this is a very American game.
2: Yeah, uh, well, the Flintstones is kind of like a—it's a very American thing. It's from what the '60s, maybe. Oh yeah,
1: I mean, uh, I had to look that up because Flintstones, nineteen sixty, September
2: thirtieth, nineteen sixty. Hey, I got one. I got one question though. I, we were bashing Hanna Barbera earlier. Okay, mm-hmm. this is way this is way off the Flintstones topic, but was the Encyclopaedia Britannica guy, Hanna Barbera, because if he was, that totally redeems the whole thing. Oh, I don't know. Remember him? He was. He was yeah, he was yeah. Encyclopaedia. He was the salesman, and he came to the door, and that was, that was like the only thing he, he would say. He you go. Encyclopaedia Britannica. Ah, uh, sweet. I think it was. Uh, maybe was it Tex Avery? Was that his name? Nah, I don't know. I don't
1: see it. It's not coming up. I'm just like a Google search.
2: Uh, it doesn't matter. We'll we'll just spin our be sitting here spinning our wheels trying to figure it out. Yeah, it's not a big deal.
1: <laughs> but anyway, that's about it. Did you find this game or go looking for this game or have this game from?
2: Uh, this game I got in the... Uh, I've mentioned this lot that I got before. The UT guy that took off to some other country. Oh, yeah? This was in that box. So, I have had this game for for about ten years now. Something like that. Uh, I wish that this was the other Flintstones game, which we'll m- maybe talk about one day, that some people may have been confused about. Because they're basically the same game, but the one that they... The Blockbuster exclusive the other Flintstones game for the NES it's worth buku's of money that would have been nice but no it's just this one so yeah I've had it for a while Uh, didn't really go on a big quest but uh, you know it's a segment that we've been over time and time again and I usually never have anything good to say anyways so hmm Probably a segment we should probably just stop doing, but sometimes it's interesting, usually it's not. Yeah, its sometimes, sometimes. This is one where we can tell people to go listen to our back episodes for because uh, you can get that story in another episode. I don't remember what episode it is because I've used that story at least four or five times now, but yeah,
1: yeah, it's uh, you can just start saying UT, and we'll, we'll UT go guy. With
2: it. it's like neighbor kid and UT guy.
3: Mhm. Mhm.
2: And then, uh, have I have we talked about any of the Marvel guy games yet?
1: I don't believe so.
2: Okay, no. Okay. Well, we, we will eventually. But there was a Marvel guy that I used to buy games from too. That was selling off. He had uh, almost a complete set, which, and just one day, just decided he just wanted to start selling off his collection. And the it was really cool. Ah, we'll get into that on another episode. But he was a really nice guy, and he did not want to like. He didn't want to sell them expensively. He didn't want to sell them cheaply, and he also did not want to sell them to a reseller. So he he was very particular about who he <laughs> sold them to. It was really it was really pretty yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. But we'll get into that whenever we get to one of those games.
1: Okay, so Donovan Freeberg was the man who did the Encyclopaedia Britannica uh, commercials.
3: Yeah, it wasn't a he commercial; did... it was a cartoon.
1: Yeah, he also did uh, voiceovers for The Littles. (laughs) Which, uh, I don't think it was not a Hanna-Barbera. I don't know. I don't know, man. I can't get this to work out for you.
2: It's okay. It's okay. Um, Maybe I'm just, maybe I just dreamed the whole entire thing.
1: Cannot, uh, cannot pull it up. Maybe
2: at some point we we'll get it.
1: Was it a commercial?
2: No, it was a cartoon. It was like an episode of a cartoon.
3: Hmm.
2: Am I the only person that's seen this? Okay, this may be our opportunity. We have, um, you know, a tenth of a percent of the entire country that listens to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. or less than that probably actually, but somebody out there, please tell me I'm not going crazy and imagining this guy. He was a little short guy, he came to the door, he was a door-to-door salesman of Encyclopedia Britannica. It was a cartoon. And I think, it seems to me, that it was a Hanna-Barbera style, you know what I mean? It definitely was mm-hmm. not Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think it was, was Warner Brothers and Looney Tunes the same thing? Yeah, I think it is.
1: Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Don't know. It's okay. Is Encyclopedia Britannica still a thing?
2: Mm, I doubt it. I think Wikipedia probably pretty well we, stomped that. Do we need encyclopedias anymore? Mm, yeah, no, I don't know. What do you think? It is still a thing.
1: You can just you just buy your subscription on the internet, or you can buy. I guess you know. Uh, Let's see, Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this.
2: I'll tell you this. It's probably similar to what we've got at work for our book of standard, lab test standard, right? They've got the actual books that you can have. MSDS, right? Well, that's different, but yes. Okay. And and so they've got the books that you can get, but they've also (laughs) got... um, Online versions of those PDFs or whatever, and you can buy like a dual subscription where you get the book and you get online, or you you know, that kind of thing. By the way, you may not know this because you're not in the uh, the chemistry lab realm type stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. But did you know that it's not MSDS anymore? It's SDS. No more materials, Mm -mm. it's just safety data. Just uh, oh my god, they got rid of the M. Wow. In an effort to more streamline them or something, I don't remember. Well,
1: that would make a big difference. (laughs) (laughs) You know it will. That's gonna change the whole game.
2: That's what when they whenever they came out with it, uh, several years ago, I thought game changer right there. I feel so much safer. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh well. All right, so you, you want to talk about the game itself a little bit, maybe? Sure.
1: What'd you think of this game? What, what, what do you think? So this game, you could say, uh, you could bring us up something. Uh, you're right, I could do that. Uh, you could do it, <laughs> and I knew you were going to.
2: And if you're watching the video behind the scenes video you just saw what I'm talking about Mm mhm it is the manual the iPad version of the manual but nonetheless the manual so the Flintstones the rescue of Dino and Hoppy you want the story first? let's
1: get the story I need the story 30th
2: century dinosaur thief Fred Flintstone and his wife Wilma lived ages and ages ago during the Stone Age. Their neighbors were Betty and Barney Rubble, and the two families were close friends. The Flintstones and the Rubbles lived at the edge of Bedrock, a booming town made from tons of stone, with their pets, Dino the Dinosaur and Hoppy the Hopposaurus. Whatever a hopposaurus is. Looks like a little kangaroo. Now, let me pause here uh, Mm -hmm. and go on a tangent. Okay. This is for you, Chris Vanderov. The, this is, okay, so, you remember back when I said I'd never watch Game of Thrones, but now here I am watching some Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Well, my biggest issue so far with Game of Thrones is Sean Bean. His name kills me. It's, what? it's Sean Bean or Sean Bond, okay? And now here <laughs> yeah. we have... Dino yeah, the yeah. dinosaur should be Dino the dinosaur or Dino yeah, it the dinosaur. Makes no sense. Yeah, I cannot stand it when, when the name looks the same and is print. Uh, anyway, just a small little tangent that's yeah about things that irk me. It is Sean Bean, right? Why would you have? I don't know. Maybe it might be this Sean Bean or Sean Bond. Sean Bond. Sean (laughs) Bond. I like Sean Bond. Yeah. Bond. Sean Bond. All right. Anyways. One day, unfortunately, the nasty Dr. Turner arrived in Bedrock. He was a time traveler from the 30th century. That's a long ways from now. Yeah, really. Who had come to collect dinosaurs. After nabbing Dino and Hoppy... He returned to his own time and put them in a zoo. To get them back, Fred must help Gazzo, or Gazoo, an alien friend, rebuild Gazoo's time machine. Then they'll go after Dr. Turner to get Dino and Hoppy back, no matter what it takes.
1: Turner Howard. <laughs> hey, you know, you seen the, the commercial? Lawyer, the lawyer, Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, that's funny. Um, so, it says Dr. Turner here in the manual, but I swear it said Dr. Butler in the game, didn't it?
1: It is Dr. Butler in the game.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I don't know why they do yeah. that sometimes. Yeah. I
1: didn't so even that's, the the,
2: that's the gist of the story, okay? So you're trying to go through all these different levels of the game to get the pieces of the time machine so that you can travel to the future and get your your pets back. Right. Do we know
1: why Dr. Butler wants Dino and Hoppy?
2: I guess because he's just wanting to put him in the zoo so people come check him out. He's basically uh, the guy from Jurassic Park.
1: Oh, okay. So he just wants dinosaurs.
2: Yeah, he just wants dinosaurs.
1: So he's got a couple of pets.
2: Yeah, exactly. He yeah. ain't got their pets to be dinosaurs in the future mm-hmm. at a zoo for people to come check out. Now, yeah. Why he didn't do the fossilized amber thing, I don't know. But uh,
1: you know, seems like that would have been easier in the 30th century. I think by the 30th century, we should be able to just, you know, 3D make
2: print a dinosaur. A, di- a dinosaur. Yeah, we'll
1: just make a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, we'll just like be able to like piece all the DNA together to make a dinosaur,
2: right? It wouldn't surprise me to be able to do that by the time the 30th century rolls around.
1: We'll have already mapped out the billions of, you know, DNA that we'll need. hmm
2: hmm I think you'll be able to pretty much make anything you want by then. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's see. So the game, the way the game works is a side-scroller. Kind of reminds you a little bit loosely of uh, maybe a Super Mario Bros. 3 kind of deal. Uh, you've got a club you can smack people with. You also It also has kind of a Castlevania vibe because you can pick up sub weapons where you press up and B and he throws them, you
0: know. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but it's got like an overworld thing, kind of like Super Mario Bros. 3. Right. Um, it's side scrolling, you know, that's, that's basically what it is.
1: It's platforming.
2: Side scrolling platform. That's right. Blah, blah, boo. Shoo, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Shablabadoo. Mm hmm. That's the that's the theme song. Yeah, but abadu, schlabba, That's that's what he says all the time. I, he's just
1: a, he's a ska master. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Fred and Barney, masters of ska. hmm mm-hmm. They invented it, actually. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the the one unique mechanic in this game that I really did not like at all, to be honest with you, is the climbing, like the hanging swinging thing where you jump and grab yeah just did not work out it just didn't really work for me i couldn't figure out really how to do it consistently Mm Hmm. i don't know about you
1: yeah i i did not like the controls really at all
2: to be honest
1: like it, it just didn't feel like the jumping was just seemed like it was more or less I just didn't... I don't like characters that just don't feel like they get a lot of air time, you know? And that's yeah. just... It's hard to describe. It really Fred is. Fred like, is
2: very sluggish.
1: He, yeah, it's sluggish. There you go. Perfect yeah, so word.
2: So, just like the Flintstones, you take you look at the Flintstones. Fred's a... Mm-hmm. He's a portly dude, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, he feels like that in the game. He kind of... He doesn't really move super fast. Right. Uh, he doesn't jump very high. <laughs>
1: When he jumps, you have to grab on to stuff and pull yourself up.
2: So he's he feels kind of like a big guy, like yeah. controlling a bigger guy, which I guess is maybe what they were going for. But I'm with you; I'm not a huge fan of, the, of it. It just doesn't really mm. feel very good. The club, your what your main weapon. It's cool to have a main weapon like that, but the reach is really short. You have to get yeah. war, right up on top of the enemies to hit them. Sure. So yeah. I kind of. You- you got the
1: bandits maybe. that just shoot you.
2: Yeah. Now, the sub-weapons help. Mm-hmm. Uh, that helps. Sure. Slingshot yeah. and the... You slingshot, axe, uh, bomb. Mm-hmm. I can't think of what else. Yeah.
1: I think it's it, right? That might
2: be it. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah. So th- those help, but still, you know... Yeah. But, uh... uh did I mention this is a Patreon pick from Dude Gale?
1: You have in the past, but I'm not on this episode.
2: Okay, well, this is a Patreon pick from Duke Gale, and we appreciate the Patreon pick, Gale. Hopefully, you won't be too disappointed in us. Right. So, I'm with you on the controls. I'm not not a big fan. Yeah. Uh, The game itself is... Mm. That's the only word I can come up with. Okay,
1: so... In a way, there's not a whole lot to it. So... You know, like the the bad guys that you generally face and the levels are. I'll give them the the sprites are done well. The graphics look good, but there's not the a whole lot. The graphics of this
2: game look awesome. I I, yeah. I thought the graphics are great,
1: but uh, there's not a whole lot to the bad guys, right? Yeah. There's just not a whole lot that they do. Uh, they're all kind of almost the same, just different characters. Yeah, this uh, game feels
2: more—it's more geared towards the platforming. It mm-hmm, feels like to definitely. Me. Uh, and the bad guys are just kind of there,
1: right, to be and a nuisance.
2: Yeah, they're there to be a nuisance exactly. Like the bur- the pterodactyls; mm-hmm. those are like super annoying. Yeah, right. uh, there's a little bit of knockback when you get hit that I'm usually not a fan of.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh,
2: and man, we're uh, really bashing this game.
1: Yeah, I know, but I thought. I don't think that this game was bad. I think it was still fun. Like it yeah. was still fun. The platforming aspect was fun, even though uh, I would have liked for Fred to have been a little less sluggish. Uh, I do think it was fun. Uh, the levels there are
2: some were... unique elements to the platforming too, like the you can get on the the wood with the lever system. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about, and you can hit yeah. it with your chart. You can hit it with your uh, club, and mm-hmm. it sends you flying in the air. That kind of stuff.
1: Right, right. The
2: hanging is unique. There's it not a is lot unique for that. Happens, yeah, I
1: don't can't really think of one that came before it that really had that.
2: Kabuki Quantum Fighter just had a little bit of hanging, didn't it?
1: Okay, Maybe. I don't. Know, I honestly don't remember. I uh, just. All That's I remember about time. that game is your hair. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and and I that is still that episode is still my favorite intro, like beginning of an episode that we've ever done. The Kabuki Quantum Fighters. I don't even remember what we did. What did we do? Well, it was one of the only episodes where we did not intro with the music. We introed with us talking. And, uh, ah. at some point, I said, I, or either one of us said, Kabuki Quantum Fighter! And then, like, the music kicked in. I thought it was, really, it was pretty Oh,
1: Oh, well, yeah. I think, I do remember that now. You have to go back and listen to it, because oh,
2: yeah. it, it's still one of our better intro. If with the exception of things being a skit, because some, some of the skits that we did in the past, which we never do anymore, sorry yeah. to anybody who liked those. Uh, nobody those liked were good, those. But the, uh, other than the... Yeah, nobody liked them. That's why we could <laughs> do them. The only, ones that, the only skits that people liked are the ones that Rob Luther wrote for us whenever he was on episodes. Yeah,
1: but he's retired or something now. I don't know.
2: Yeah. So anyways. so. But the Kabuki quantifier. People need to go back and listen to the intro of the episode, because I still like it. No, the audio mm-hmm. quality in general on that episode is not great because we didn't have our new microphones and all that stuff that we have now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the format's completely different. I think that was before we changed formats, so we were
1: just winging it.
2: Yeah, we're just winging it. We're also we also were terrible at talking on microphones back then. I'm pretty sure. So it's really not a good episode. But listen to the at least the first minute because it's pretty good. Yeah. Now, something super unique about this game my favorite part about this game actually is the basketball
1: yeah that's pretty fun yeah i thought that was pretty cool it's, it's a fun mini game
2: i uh, was not expecting that at all to be honest because no. I, I, I went it's into this game the pretty, I, I went into this game pretty pretty cold didn't like look anything mm-hmm. up really uh when i first played it um yeah. so When I started playing it and I got to the basketball court, and all of a sudden this guy, uh, this other caveman man, was just ready to play basketball. Hardhead
1: Harry is apparently his name.
2: Ah, nice. Now, see, I thought it was going to be soccer at first.
1: It does look, I thought it was going to be volleyball. It looked like a volleyball to me.
2: Uh, The ball looks like a volleyball, but there's no net, so I don't know how that that is. That's
1: true. That's true. But uh, then you start playing basketball. My only complaint about that was there seemed to be a whole lot of flicker during the basketball scenes.
2: Yeah, I did notice
1: that. There was a lot of flicker during basketball.
2: Uh, It it almost feels like the graphics and stuff in this game, everywhere else is great. mm -hmm. It almost feels like they kind of tacked on the basketball, but Mm kind of got lucky with the way that the mechanics stuff worked. That was really fun.
1: I think that... Now, uh, I'll say the flicker is my problem with it, but it's not a, It's not a big problem. It's not something that I would say that I would bash the game for. Other than yeah, just...
2: the manual says that the law here is no ambulance, no foul.
1: hmm hmm
2: And mm-hmm. dirty play is practically the rule of the court.
1: And the flicker will actually, at, ti- at certain times, if you steal the ball from Hardhead Harry... Yeah. Or as they refer to him in the game, enemy. Uh he will uh he'll actually just disappear for a second. Nice. Then he goes back. <laughs> so. And
2: hey, did you notice what the basketball goals are?
1: Oh yeah, they're pelicans.
2: Yeah, they're like pelicans with the big huge bottom <laughs> jaw. That's yeah.
1: funny. Yeah. And they spit it back out. Yep. So how do
2: they get those pelicans to sit there? I don't know. They feed them, I guess. Basketballs? They spit them back out. Cause they, they must taste like they. fish. Yeah. It's fishy well, basketball. But
1: why do they spit them back out? Because they realize it's basketball?
2: Yeah, well, they think it's fish. And then once it's get, get, they get it in their mouth, like, this ain't, this, ain't, this ain't fish.
1: So we went on a beach trip one time. And uh, we went out and did one of those uh, pier fishing deals, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we bought like a pack of shrimp to fish with, to the bait that they sold you. And uh, we set it like just on the side there on on the pier. And oh, there were pelicans. <laughs> Those pelicans are mean birds, you know. They're they're not very kind. And then it was constantly trying to steal the shrimp. Like we'd chew it away, and then like few minutes later, he'd be back over there, like, doing the head turn, like, trying to get a shrimp with <laughs> <to> his <laughs> beak. Uh, but yeah.
2: Kind of like geese?
1: No, yeah, geese are bad, too.
2: Is it, like, or... the geese of the ocean?
1: Yeah, they're the geese of the ocean. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they never I've never really
2: full. been around a lot of pelicans, so.
1: That was my first ex- and only experience. Are they
2: big? How big are they? They're fairly big. They're like a geese size, but their heads are oh, bigger. Okay
1: because they got that big thing yeah but uh, okay. so
2: they're definitely the geese of, of the ocean
1: yeah they're the geese of the ocean once you feed them you're not getting rid of them
2: what about the poo for Joshua. I don't Pitt? know I so don't know pelican poo?
1: I don't know about pelican poop goose poop can't be much it can't be worse than goose poop
2: I don't know they're eating fish
1: that's true. Here's another poop story. So I went running the other day here in, huh. actually yesterday, here in uh, North Carolina.
2: Did and, you poop uh, yourself.
1: Well, <sighs> you know, <laughs> I'm not much of a stickler about people's dogs, oh. uh, like picking up people's you know the poop from like a park or something.
2: Wait, I'm, wait, I'm, wait, 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 hold on. You said you're not a big stickler for people's dogs picking up people poop.
1: No, people's dogs pooping and then like, oh, yeah, okay. you know, if I if I see somebody's dog pooping in a park or something and they don't pick it up, I'm going to be like, well, that's not very nice, but I'm not going to go over there and berate them,
2: you know, mm. for doing that. But
1: when your dog poops on the sidewalk. <laughs> At least
2: kick it in the grass,
1: right? You need to do something with it. <laughs> kick it in the road, kick it in the sidewalk, kick it somewhere. If, if you can't pick it up. Do something with it. That made me so mad. There was like several turds on the sidewalk
2: where I was running,
1: and I'm like, "What kind of person
2: does this?" (laughs) I don't know. Well, let me tell. Well, actually, I can tell you exactly what kind of person does this. And hopefully, my neighbor doesn't listen to me, doesn't Mm -hmm. listen to this podcast. But you know, I've talked about my next door neighbor before and their crazy dogs. Have I? Yeah. Surely I have (laughs) Mm -hmm. on the podcast. Okay. Okay. Oh, this! Oh, it's the same ones that uh, with the with the puppy in the garage too. Yeah. Anyway. Right. okay. So today I'm taking Teeter out. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to pee, you know, whatever you do. I got her on a leash. You know, we're out in the yard because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't have a fence. So I always take her out on a leash because that's the law. But sure. But anyways, so I'm out there and he comes out of his house. His the dog comes, or the person? The both. Well, because the the man opens the door. He's coming mm-hmm. out to check his mail or get something out of his truck or something. The dog comes sprinting out the front door mm-hmm. because, you know, that's what the dog does. It, tr- it just always runs wild. Right. Okay? So it's coming over. It's barking at me and Teeter. I look over at the man and he goes, I think the dog's name is Spike or something like that. He goes, come back, Spike. And then he turns around and goes back in the house. And I just, I'm just standing there like, what, the, what <laughs> are the you dog? doing? <laughs> So the dog's the dog. still standing in front of me, barking right. at me. He goes, he, the guy comes out, he snows the dog, leave, runs out in front of him. Yeah. And he just goes, come back, Spike. And he the man turns around and walks back in his house.
1: Nice. <laughs> leaves the dog out there.
2: Just leaves the dog. The dog <laughs> just runs around the neighborhood, crapping in everybody's yard. <laughs>
1: oh, man.
2: And Here's the funniest part of this whole story. Mm-hmm. That's not the first time this has happened. <laughs> His wife <laughs> did the same thing to me like six months ago.
1: Just lets the dog. Just let open. the dog.
2: Let the dog out, and then just kind of looked over at the dog running around the neighborhood and goes, "Come back, Spike," and then turns around and walks back in the house.
1: <laughs> well, if Spike does come back, what, I mean, is he on his own to get in the door?
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I always. Happy. Whenever it happens, I just look at him. I kind of do my do the shruggy move, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of look at them and say with my with my body mannerisms, uh, "What the heck is your problem? Come get your dog. This is
1: ridiculous." Mm-hmm. Is it a big dog or a little dog?
2: No, it's a little uh, minpin. Oh god, That's meaner than it's meaner it's snot. It's just yeah. I mean, it's going to come down to me kicking it or something, because it always comes over and barks at Tater and I, and I always have to scoop her up off the ground and hold her in my arms, because I don't want her to get in a fight. And so I usually, what I'll do is I'll scoop her up, and I'll take her back inside, and then I'll go back out to try to round, rain, rain the dog in a little bit, and get him at least away from my house. Well. I just don't understand it, and yeah. they, I mean, they build a fence, so just let the dog in the backyard yeah have it where it's fenced in I don't know uh,
1: anyway maybe they're trying to get rid of it <laughs>
2: maybe maybe they want me to like kill it because <laughs> yeah. it's gonna it I seriously could come down to that if, it, if this continues and if he ever does anything <laughs> like seriously mean to teeter or something then they, <laughs> that dog's done for it maybe that's what they want maybe, maybe. now I'm on record saying this if anything happens to the dog I'm screwed I'm sued right I need to take yeah, out yeah. a better insurance policy right <laughs> You know I wouldn't do that to a dog, allegedly. Right. I would never hurt a. I would never hurt a dog, even a mean, nasty one like that.
1: Yeah. Their temperaments are just. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Anyways, okay. So back to the game. Did you know that uh, you could have wings and flippers and a little dinosaur?
1: Yeah, if you beat one in the basketball.
2: Yeah, forget Red Bull. Just win a baske- win a game of basketball. That would give you wings. Right,
1: right. I always knew it.
2: Yep. So, that's cool. It's kind of like the wings from uh, Super Mario. Yeah.
1: Sort of. So you can actually skip the basketball. Like, you don't have to play basketball. You don't have to do it. But you don't get those things if you don't play basketball. Exactly. So you-, you need to play basketball.
2: Plus, it's fun. It's one of the better and parts it- of the game.
1: I, do. I think so, too. So.
2: The only thing that could make it better is if you could play two-player basketball. And I don't know if you can or not. I didn't notice any way of doing it.
1: I doubt it. But, yeah, that would be pretty sweet.
2: This game, I'm pretty sure it predates NBA Jam, right? Yeah. Okay, but it's but it a feels, lot like it. It feels like NBA Jam. It is.
1: It is. They it may even just... be
2: a retrofitted achievement similar to something like NBA Jam.
1: They should have just scrapped it and uh, made a Flintstones basketball game.
2: That would be awesome,
1: actually. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. They could have done that so easily, too.
1: Yeah.
2: Because they've already basically got the game.
1: Right. Now just one-on-one basketball. Which NBA Jam, you know, did good for two two on two, but I think one-on-one is pretty, pretty sweet gig.
3: Mm,
2: yeah, I don't know. Did you play? I can't, there was an NES game that was one-on-one basketball. I can't remember what it was. Was it Jordan versus Bird? Maybe.
1: Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. that's Spoiler you can't really compare it. But anyway, so what about the? Uh, so we talked about the graphics. We loved the graphics.
2: Yeah, I, we in we in agreement that the graphics were great. I mean, the, yeah. One thing we didn't talk about is. I didn't play this as a kid. Did you play it as a kid? No. All right, moving on. Okay, so the graphics. Yeah, great. Agreed. I like the yeah. graphics. It's very cartoony. It really fits the Flintstones vibe it's perfect. perfectly. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. The graphics are perfect. Mm. Um, what about the sound and the music?
1: I, I'm i going to actually have to go further than GamePro did and say that I didn't like the music at all.
2: It was, yeah, a, little more, it was a little annoying. The music to me in this game was... Like somebody taking a nail and just like scratching it on the yeah. chalkboard. I eventually I mean? actually muted it. And yeah, I did uh, too. I, and it sucks because I mean, I know somebody probably worked really hard on it, but Yeah. It just, uh, the, the music just was not doing it for me. Other things, it, it was too the high. Theme songs. Yeah. The theme songs worked for me, like, you know, the Jetsons and the Flintstones, but other than that, I, I, yeah. could, I could take it or leave it with the music.
1: Everything actually, else was very high pitched. Yeah, it did seem really high-pitched. What was up with that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's what I probably think made it annoying.
2: Yeah, there wasn't so. enough mid-range and low-end Yeah. noise, in, in the, and it was all treble.
1: How about that treble. No, <laughs>
2: all about that bass. I'm all so. about that bass. No, <laughs> no treble. treble? No treble. That's a timely <laughs> reference, huh?
1: Oh, God. <laughs>
2: All right, I'm still about, trying to figure out uh, what they're talking about. In this song. They're talking about the booty, right? I, I
1: guess. I thought. But maybe not. I don't know.
2: I don't know. Maybe could be could be uh, could be that booty.
1: Maybe the girl just likes playing stand-up bass. <laughs>
2: yeah. Boom! 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 That's that's kind of Right
1: there you go. There we
2: go. Uh yeah. I like a good
1: stand-up bass guy that just, just like, slapping it and, you know, really getting into it. Uses it as a percussion instrument as well as a bass.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's always the best way to go. Have you ever been to a a concert or something where the stand-up bass guy is also an acrobat? (laughs) No. Okay. Uh, There's a guy, uh, he's a friend of Slapper Bags. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh... Or the name of his band, for some reason. I can't remember either one. But he's got a band. He's really good. They're they're good, and he's good at bass. But he also would spin his bass a lot and climb on top of it while he was playing it and stuff. <laughs> That's the craziest thing. It's entertaining. Then but... he's
1: Slapperbag's friend.
2: Right? Oh, yeah. Does that hmm. not make sense? Interesting. Actually, I think he's he's Lenore's friend. But uh, since they're married, he gets to be Slapperbag's friend, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Slapperbags just had a birthday.
2: He did. Happy birthday, slapper Bags. I know you don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if you did, we probably wouldn't be able to get away with calling you slapper Bags as much as we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's uh, let's let's round it out here. What about? Is it fun? Is it worth it? How much to go for?
3: So that
1: really, is about fifteen dollars buy on ebay so you're going to have to fork out three quarters of a 20
2: whoa (laughs) three quarters (laughs) of a 20 huh
3: yeah
1: So uh, that's a
2: very strange way to put that
1: (laughs) yeah um you know I'm going to say I'm not sure I'm going to go for that
2: 15 yeah it's, it's hard for me, because it is fun. Okay, I'll say this. If you're a big Flintstones fan... Yeah. I don't, know a lot, I don't know a lot of big Flintstones fans. I've not met a lot of Flintstones fans. But I'm sure they're out there. Mm-hmm. If you're a Flintstones fan, this is definitely not a bad licensed game for the Nintendo about the Flintstones. Yeah. It kind of has a little bit of an Adventure Island vibe, too. I think mainly I just get that because the way... Uh, Fred walks around the screen with it high stepping. Yeah. But but no, I fifteen dollars is a little steep for this game for me, especially considering some of the alternatives.
0: But yeah. with
2: that being said, if if you want a Flintstones game, this is kind of this is it. Unless you want to fork over a ton of money on the
0: Indians right.
2: That's true. game and that other game which I've never I've never played it, never even demoed it. Uh, but it looks the same as this one. Yeah. So the only reason to get that other one would be for the collector factor,
1: right? Otherwise, which, just get this one. Which is just rare, essentially, because they just didn't produce a lot, right? Because it just came yeah, out was late. Made, and they,
2: we'll talk about it when we get to that episode. But it was yeah. just it was made just for Blockbuster or something. So it was never even released to the public. You could only oh, you rent go. it at their stores. So once their stores closed and they started selling off those games, then that's when you start to get them. But and until then, nobody can buy them. Hmm. So very limited supply. At least I yeah. think that's the uh, story. I'm sticking to it.
1: Yeah. Did you like the movie the first time? Mm, no, not really. I know some. I know somebody will hate it.
2: Somebody will hate it.
1: Mm-hmm. Somebody hates it.
2: Who's that? Don't Donald Trump hates the Flintstones movie because of
1: Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell's in the movie.
2: Yeah, I don't like Rosie O'Donnell either.
1: Yeah, she's not funny. I've no, never found anything she's, that she's no, ever done
2: funny. Either. She's not actually. Take it back. There was one thing I saw her in that was funny. And that was Curb Your Enthusiasm, where she played herself. And the only reason she was funny is because Larry David made the situation funny.
1: Yeah. So. And apparently, she's a very mean person.
2: She's mean? Yeah, you not know, remember
1: like all that crap about like, she was mean to everybody that worked for
2: I don't when she had that, that talk show? I believe it, but I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So. What's
1: next? How are we going to rate this game?
2: Uh, that's a good question. Hmm.
1: Top a Dinosaur? Is that two. two on the nose? I think it's two on the nose. Mm, okay. How about... Uh...
2: I don't know. Great pod.
1: <laughs> yeah, real good pod. We always think of these, you know, on the spot.
2: Yeah, I know. Sometimes we do really good, though, and we think of them like that, you know?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Most of the time, we don't.
1: Type of rock.
2: Okay, type of rock. Yeah, I can go with that.
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with a river stone. Okay. Because a river nice, stone is smooth. It's, it, it's smooth, it's pretty. It can be used for decorative, but it's not the best rock, it's not the prettiest rock. But it's nice to have around. Maybe in flower beds.
2: Okay. Alright, uh, let's see. So you went with River Rock. I'm gonna go with a Lava Rock. <laughs> okay. Because it's cool looking, mm-hmm. but it's not very practical. You can't, like, make things out of it, really. Right. So, like, this game looks good. And it's, it's nice to have around, I guess, because it's somewhat fun to play with, just like lava rocks are fun to play with. hmm But they're not super useful, either. Unless you're eating a mocha at the Mexican restaurant.
1: A mocha heté?
2: never had a mocha heté?
1: I have never had a mocha
2: <sighs> Do you ever go eat at the Mexican restaurant? Which one? Any of them, I guess. Well, I mean, I've never seen that. In Philadelphia?
1: No, but... Come to Lenore City. Taco Loco. Nah, Taco Loco is my place. In
2: Loudoun?
3: Yeah. I that
1: love Taco Loco. It used to Taco be my Loco. place
2: until they changed management. Uh, Do they still have the good. Hirachas there? Next time it's, you go there, ask them, if they, ask them if they still make the Hirachas.
1: Best thing about that place is they have a great salsa bar with all these different kinds of salsa. Just just phenomenal. Just great. Okay,
2: well, let me just tell you. Casa Fiesta in Lunar City has an awesome taco or salsa bar as well. And they bring to your table chips, of course, like everybody, but not just chips and salsa. They bring you chips and salsa and chips and a cup of refried beans with the queso in it. Just as wow. like an appetizer for free. Wow. You don't get you don't get multiple cups of it, but you get at least one. That's nice. They also do pictures of dosekis. For reasonable prices. And they have a hete, which is what I'm trying to tell you
1: about. Well, tell me about the mochahete.
2: Okay, so the hete is a lava bowl. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, guess, I don't know if it's a real lava rock, I doubt it. But it's a hot bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And in this hot bowl, they put every different kind of meat that they have. <gasps> <laughs> exactly. Gasp. <laughs> so you get... You get a little steak, you get a little chicken, you get a little chorizo, you get a little ground beef, you get a little bit of all the different meats.
1: So, I had something similar to that. It wasn't in a lava bowl. It was in a pineapple.
2: Yeah. A hollowed had, out pineapple. Did you, was it at Mead Gillesco or whatever? Uh, what it was,
1: no, this was at, uh... Okay, well, was, they do that. This was up in Kentucky. Okay. So...
2: Yeah, I've had that too, but it's it's pretty good. I like it better in the lava bowl because everything stays hot, steamy, and it comes out sizzling too.
1: So it's nice. nice. I love Mexican restaurants because it's all just everything's just sizzling. The plates are always oh, yeah. steaming
2: hot. They always they're always like hot plate, hot plate. Mm-hmm. You gotta wear gloves.
1: Yeah, it's awesome.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's just because they stick them in the oven, right? Everything everything's the same. They just yeah, all the food's the same. It's just put together differently.
1: Right. It's like Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Every menu item that Taco Bell serves is the same. It's just a variety of the same. Right. And they named it something different.
2: But that's the way all the Mexican food is. Well, I guess. We it's call food. it Mexican food. Uh, but most of the Mexican restaurants in Lower City, I don't know the. Th- I don't think they're Mexican owned. I think they're Hon- most of the people in Lower City are like from Honduras or something maybe. Oh really? Really? least oh, that's few... The few that I talked to, they were actually from, like, Honduras or Nicaragua, maybe. Some places like that. They're not actually from Mexico, Mexico. Hmm. How's that for interesting? That is interesting. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. We'll cut that out. <laughs> you don't have to. No, I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> just, just I just saying like to say that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So... What was that was that Mario no I think that was Yoshi oh hey what is Yoshi doing I don't know where is he do you, do you see him
1: he heard we were talking about dinosaurs Dino's his best friend
2: oh yeah yeah you're probably right <laughs> uh Yoshi are you around He just licked licked me. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Oh, Good. We got a little visit from a little soundboard Yoshi. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, who was it that was always honest? Like, hated soundboard Mario so much? It was a. I don't remember. One of the One of the dudes out. One of the honorary dudes out there, which just hated. Hated (laughs) soundboard Mario. I do not remember. (coughs) Oh, there's Yoshi.
1: Oh. He's out of here. <laughs> See, Yoji.
2: All right. I think it was Dude Jorgensen. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> That's enough of that. Alrighty. Uh, how about some uh, retrofitted achievements? All right. Got a couple. I do too. Can I go first? Sure. Because I got a really good one, and I just I don't want you to steal it. Okay. It's called "He's Heating Up." And that is score two baskets at the basketball game without the enemy scoring any.
1: Nice. All right. Uh, My first one is down goes the purple people eater. And that is beat the first boss, which is like a purple dinosaur.
2: Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention there are bosses. I kind of like the bosses. The bosses are good. They're kind of easy-ish. The ones that I can recall were kind of easy, but... They're, they're pretty cool. Uh, all right. I like that one. Yeah. I've okay. got another one called 10 million strong and growing
1: Flintstones violin.
2: Yeah. That is uh, earn 10 million lives. I don't think you can do that. I think that's about impossible. But you can get extra lives in this game. So if you get 10 million of them, you eat that achievement.
1: Nice. Nice. My next one is. Uh disappearing act and i just steal the ball from the enemy on basketball and he disappears for a second okay all right
2: and the way you hit the way you steal the ball is you hit him with your butt yeah <laughs> which is awesome so we we could actually have a trophy called butt stuff or something or yeah we <laughs> just stealing the ball butt tap butts up and mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. what would not it remember that game butts up no, I don't remember the game, Butts Up. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds dirty. must have been something. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something? Oh, no, never mind. I can't go there. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, Butts Up was a game where you, you took a tennis ball, and you threw it against the wall, and you threw it, and then it bounced off the wall, and somebody else had to catch oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then if, if the person dropped it, they had to go stand on the wall, and you got to hit them with the tennis ball. <laughs> yeah. That was Butts Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're family friendly, remember? Right. I know. Right. Adam? Okay. Uh, let's see. I think that's all I've got. I was going I to try it. to come up with one for Yabba Dabba Doo, but.
1: Another one: uh, flip you on your head, and that is beat the second boss, which is like this caveman-like guy. And when you beat him, he just goes, he's, he's like standing on his head. He's
2: and actually I wanted the to come up dancer with... guy from uh, Paperboy.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a crossover. I wanted to come up with something regarding George Jetson and his cameo appearance in the final stage. But, Jetson. couldn't think of anything. But I'll tell you about George. Uh, he's, it's really funny because it's like, uh, you know, I wish I could help, it, you, the conversation with George because it's like, I wish I could help you, but I got work to do at work. <laughs> <laughs> so I could help you save, you know, your, your animals and, you know, whatever, but, uh, I gotta get back to the grindstone. <laughs> it's, just like, it's gotta go to work.
2: Yeah, that uh, typical, typical George. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. he's always working, and his boss is always yelling at him. Jetson. I know. I know. Yeah, what a jerk. Yeah, that could be a trophy when you get to that level. It's just Jetson. Is the name of it. There you go.
1: All right. What else we got? Feedback. Feedback. I got some Facebook feedback pulled up here somewhere. Here it is. All right. Ivan kaproff starts us out with, loved the Flintstones as a kid. So there, Ivan liked the Flintstones. There we go. Now we know somebody liked the Flintstones. Never played the game. Looking forward to hearing the dudes take it on. Or take on it. Greg Polander says, Never played it. Looking forward to your coverage. Chris Vanderhoff says it's an alright game. It's a platformer with memorization type game. Uh, Not a gem. And I wouldn't say garbage. Probably on the border of garbage and good. Waning in the good territory.
2: I would almost agree with that if it wasn't so traitorous.
1: If it wasn't so filled with obscenities. (sighs) Jeremy Sharp says I picked this up a couple weeks ago. Ooh, nice. And actually, I really like it. Um, never played it but, before, but I was pleasantly surprised how much I enjoy it. Nice pick, dude, Gale. I love the artwork on the label, too. When I go through my collection, this one stands out in a crowd.
2: does have good artwork. It does have really good artwork. I'll give it that, for sure. And the manual looks good, too. Really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Timmy Mac says, <laughs> is this Timmy? Timmy? <laughs> is this the Timmy? What who's Timmy? <laughs> didn't we didn't that the guys who called in? Oh yeah, Timmy. Maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Oh right, we we need to get a good call from Timmy again. Yeah we oh, do. Timmy. I wonder if he's still a listener. I don't know, I guess we'll find out. Timmy yeah. Mac, are you the Timmy that we know and love? Yeah. hmm
1: Timmy Mac, a friend of mine, had this growing up. I remember it being a fun platformer. Going to look into picking it up for my collection. Andrew Zeissmer said, Paul Basquiglia and I played it earlier this year on the channel. It wasn't terrible, but wasn't great. The one standout thing was the cameo of George Jetson near the end, which alluded to Cogswell's Caper, which came a year or so later. Kinda neat.
2: That, yeah, it's cool. Crossover. Yeah. And you, everybody out there, you should go listen to, Power, or not listen to, watch Power Trip Gaming mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, you should. on YouTube. They're great. And they're revamping their everything, I think. I'm not exactly sure what happened. Uh, maybe we can get them to get into it next time we have them on the show, but there's maybe some falling out in the in the ranks of their thing or something. I don't know. But they got a new logo now. They got a new theme song. They got new everything. Yeah. Hmm. I don't, just know. don't know what caused it. So next time they're on with us, we may have to get that scoop.
1: Maybe it's just time for change. Time for change. Could be.
2: Andrew Code says, I was
1: never much of a Flintstone fan. I never played the game. Interested to hear the thoughts of two dudes? It must hold a special place in the heart of Dude Gale to be a Patreon pick. Hopefully, we hear that story too. And Ken Kuzma says, this was at my local Blockbuster video, but I was never able to rent it. It was always gone and made me think it must be really gosh darn good. Uh, well, I finally found the copy, and it's in my top 10 NES games that I play often. It's fun and amusing. A great gem. Oh, a game. Oh, God. Highly recommend.
2: We're getting too many people coming, crossing over. Yeah.
1: Cecil Dredge says, honestly, I've never played this title but I bet I will enjoy it. We had a Flintstones theme park, Flintstones Bedrock City, Chilliwack, close to me growing up, and I have many fond memories of spending my summer vacation there. Love me some Flintstones. Interested in what the dudes think of this one. Thankful that it is not the other $800 plus NES Flintstones title. I might actually be able to own this title for my collection.
2: And you sound like the kind of dude that would like this game, actually. As yes. much Flintstonesy things as, as you claim to have had. Yeah. If I were you, I'd give it a shot.
1: Yep, definitely. And Gail Wilson, who was our uh, uh, Patreon picker, says, Awesome, can't wait to hear the dudes discuss Flintstones. I played this game heaps growing up and really enjoyed it. I finally bought brought the game from a rental store when NES games were dirt cheap. Fun platformer and enjoyed the one-on-one basketball game.
2: And that rounds us out. Sweet. I do have a little bit of feedback on some other places. Twitter? Or Mm -hmm. tweeter, as some people call it. Uh... I thought I had Twitter stuff. There you go. Good pod. More good right. pod. Where did that start, by the way? The good pod thing. It's a...
1: I've... Adam Kroll says it whenever there's like okay. silences or things. So i okay. pitch that up from him. Okay,
2: gotcha. How? Yeah. He probably started it then. Yeah. Okay, so Aaron Hickman says, Dudette, Gail? Uh, and then we said back to him... Uh, she preferred dude. Quit stereotyping, bro. Yeah. And then Paul and Andy with Power Trip Gaming come back and say, "Yeah, bro, we're all we're all dudes. We're equals." Mm-hmm. So that germ coming in, trying to be uh, trying to be a jerk. Yeah. All right, just kidding, just kidding there. Not really.
1: I'm not kidding. Yeah, you're a jerk. Right,
2: you're a jerk. Uh, per Getty ilium. Says this game is kind of cool. Me and my buddy checked it out just lately. The controls are a bit untight. That's the main issue. Untight controls. That was their main issue, which mm-hmm. was one of our issues as well. On Google Plus, can you guess who made the comment? Ryan Roger, Sorry, oh. Ryan's not. Ryan didn't show up to this one. <sighs> this right. one is Dude vanderhof Says not a bad game, a fun platformer that requires memorization like games from that time required. Not sure if it's worth fifteen dollars, but you can if you can find it between five and ten for sure. He didn't say anything about it being a gym on, on Google Plus. We may just have to start only using his Google Plus feedback. Yeah. From from henceforth. Um, and I got a question. Have have I read any emails lately? Like, is, how long has it been since i read an email? Because I've got a, a couple Couldn't of emails. Couldn't say. It's been that long, huh? Yeah, it's been a while. Okay, well, let me read these emails. I don't know if I've read them or not. Do you remember an email from Jared? No. Okay. He says, Hey dudes, I'm listening to the Zelda episode, and I wanted to shoot you an email today to tell you how much I'm enjoying your opinions. Very objective and fair. Appreciate the way you tackle the game. Jared.
1: Well, thank you, Jared.
2: Thank you, Jared. And this one, whether we read it already or not, we should probably just read it every episode because it just make, it just gives me the good feels, okay? Mm-hmm. This one's from Chris. It says, hey dudes, I've been a subscriber for a little while and I really dig the podcast. And the website is great. Because of you guys, I found the Genesis Gems podcast as well. You guys are better though. Yes. Get up, dudes. Go on. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) I just love that one. You know, mainly just because he just states the obvious that we're better than the gestures Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any voicemails today. Uh, Well, Um, we don't have any new iTunes reviews which, come on, people, I know we don't mention it, but we are on iTunes, and iTunes is the biggest contributor to the podcasting world mm-hmm. right now still. Mm-hmm. They're losing a foothold a little bit, but they are still the main source. Yeah, so we need reviews. Well, yeah. They've been stagnant for long enough, and there are new listeners who are not reviewing us on iTunes. So go on iTunes, review us. Five stars only, unless it's a four star or a three star or two star that's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Or a one star that we can make fun of, so. Yeah. And new, ooh, we got a new honorary dude. Oh, forgot. Excited. Okay, so I'm going to throw this up to you. It's Andrew Coet. But he said he does not go by Andrew, so we can't call him Dude Andrew. So that's out. Okay. Other options on the table. Okay, he says that. He goes by Drew, so we can call him Dude Drew, mm-hmm. but he also goes by, uh, he has a nickname, it's D it's Drew, D-R-E-W, B-A-C-C-A-W-E, so, Drew Bacow.
1: tobacco
2: Drew Bacow. Oh, like, like Chewbacca. Tobacco. He, he, No <laughs> Tobacco. <laughs> Drew Bacow. Drew <laughs> <laughs> He says it rhymes with Chewbacca, but I'm thinking I like Dude Drew Bacow.
1: Yeah, I like Drewbacko.
2: So unless he just can't stand that, uh, welcome, dude. Welcome to the fold, new honorary yeah. dude, Drewbacco. Welcome. All right. So that's uh, we, and by the way, we appreciate your Patreon donation that you gave us too. So yes, and uh, I think that's about it. I'd like to shout out the Retro Junkies. Go listen to all the awesome podcasts on the Retro Junkies Network, except for Genesis Gems. Don't listen to them. Right. Listen to other things like Atari 7800 or any one of Willie's myriad of podcasts. Or uh, go to YouTube and watch The No Swear Gamer, perhaps. Uh, just don't listen to Genesis Gems. Right. What also, shout out to the Wee Dude or the We Guy on YouTube. He does stereo mixes of nes tunes which we put in the podcast every episode mm-hmm. and shout out to the fox dude for the awesome logo hope you're right. doing good out there fox dude doing well i'm sorry and uh, that's all i've got
1: and uh, you know a lot of people out there struggling right now i know that uh, the hurricane a houston and the one that's as we record this, about to hit Florida. Pretty much destroyed the Caribbean. Yeah. So, some bad times. I know times, that there it?
2: are dudes that listen to this podcast that are affected by those things. I know for a fact. So mm-hmm. our thoughts, prayers, hearts go out to you guys. Yeah. Sorry for everything.
1: Yeah. It's awful. So. Yeah.
2: Anyway. Anyway. Um. We mentioned Patreon. You can support us on Patreon. I would say, if you, with all the hurricane nonsense that's going on right now, if you have the, if you only have the option to either support people who are affected by the hurricane or support us, go ahead and support them for oh, now yeah. and come back to us later. But if you have Therefore. the means to do both, then uh, we would gladly accept your Patreon donations at patreoncom dudes. Mm-hmm.
1: and. You can uh, uh, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Google, and you can always call us on. Oh, wait, websites 2dudesmns.com, then 10 and, e- and nesdudes.com. And you can always call us at 775 773 8761
2: thats seven five seven is 775-7-RETRO-1. It's been a couple weeks since we've had a call. So we'll give give us a a welcome. will we'll give us a ring, you know, go to the, actually go to our mobile website and pull up on there. You'll find a little phone in the upper right corner. That'll be handy, you mm-hmm. know, if you want to ever give us a call.
1: That's right.
2: Very for handy. For those of you who, for some reason, have not programmed us into your phone, <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't just program yeah. us in and just call us. Any, anytime you feel like calling anybody, mm-hmm. thinking about calling your mom this weekend? <laughs> Forget Don't call your mom. Don't call your mom. Don't call your mom. Just call us instead. And I tell you, if you, I'll make you a promise. If you want to program us into your phone and you want a really awesome picture to go with it, I will send you the highest quality photo that I have of either our logo or or I'll take one of myself and send mm-hmm. it to you. Or just I'll take one of himself and send it to you. Mm-hmm. Hey, just send us a message. Uh, you may not like the picture that you get, but we'll do it for you. Anyway. Yeah, you can pr- that's right. You can put it in your phone. That is right. But you got to call us. Otherwise, it's useless. You, then you just have a weird picture of us. and You don't want anybody to find that. Right.
1: Like, uh. My child finding a picture of Joe Copeland. <laughs> <Joe. laughs>
2: uh, that's still the, one of the funniest stories I, I can think of that has come out of this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Until All right. next time.
2: Until next time. Later.
1: Bye.